The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. This is my life. And uh, this is your life, your money. I'm Chris Cress, and I'm joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country, and you can always get in touch with him by visiting askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can call him on the old-fashioned telephone machine by calling 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And uh, don't forget, you can always call us using the usual 870-6400 number to get a hold of us live on the air as well during the show. Kelvin, how are you doing today? Good. Hey, good morning, Chris. Everything good with you? Good, good. Not that every, everything's good here. Just getting by, still uh, trying to get used to the fact that uh, there's a little bit of early winter and I'm not fully prepared in my, in my life for that. So if we're talking about my life and my money, I need to buy some tarps to cover the furniture in my backyard. But uh, hopefully it lasts another season because it got a little bit buried uh, earlier when everything got, uh, got snowed on. How's everything going with you? Good, good. I got to do the same. I went and bought some burlap yesterday to cover up some hedges. Nice. And nice. Uh, luckily, we don't live in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, they got walloped. I think a lot of people, I saw people shoveling their roofs, shoveling, I know. shoveling their roofs off. So I think that <laughs> we're, we're doing a, a lot better than them. I know. Oh, well. Anyhow, I thought uh, the topic today I would talk about is um, that we can discuss about, you know, how much money do I need to retire? And, and the question comes about from clients of mine or people that I talk to, and, and that's one of, that's on their mind. What should I do? Right. When should that's I retire? That's like their sort of holy grail question. It's just like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Do you feel like they're biting their tongue a little bit? They're thinking, okay, all right. But how much money do I need to retire? And that's the big question, and that's what they're worried about. And they look at their balance, and they're thinking, well, do I have enough? How, how much do I need you know, generating funds. How much do I need to hold mm-hmm. back? What can I do? What's what's the golden number? Is there a golden number? That's what we have I, to answer here. Yeah, I you know I don't think there is. You know, um, after doing all my research and talking to clients and whatever, it, it seems the average age that Canadians retire is sixty three. I think before the pandemic, people worked longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the pandemic changed the way that we think about our lives. I don't think we want to work, you know, till we're 70, 80 anymore. I think we want to kind of figure out where we want to be and how much money do I need. And I always say we live in the best country in the world. I mean, we have CPP, we have old age. Uh, many people in their 60s, 70s have work pensions, like mm-hmm. really good ones. Um, you know, those things are gone away now. But people that are, like I say, in their 60s, 70s have really good pensions. So it's a really, it's a really uh, complicated answer to, to answer that question, how much money do I need? When you ask people, they say they throw around numbers like 500000 and a million dollars is pretty much the, the standard answer for everyone. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing for years and years and years. And even, even mm-hmm. with inflation, is a million yeah. now two million? How many million do I need? 
and and the biggest problem with retirement is most Canadians don't have a retirement plan. They, I don't know what it is. It seems like when you hit 60s, when you start making your plans for retirement. Now, remember the average age that we retire is 63. So you don't have a lot of planning to do. Um, so, and, and the CIBC, you know, all the banks actually do all these surveys of people about retiring, RSPs, how much money they have and things like that. And, and what they find is, uh, 90%, um, of people don't have a detailed retirement plan or a or what they need to fund their lifestyle or what their lifestyle is going to be like when they retire. So there's certain things that we need to, you know, like everything else with money, there's certain rules that you need to follow. And if you do so, you'll end up with a great retirement, right? Do you think that people don't make a plan? You know, you're saying how many people don't have a plan. It's because they're so worried that they can't actually achieve it that they mm -hmm. want to sort of keep their head in the sand for as long as possible until until they're facing it. Like so many problems that we have in our lives, we wait until the deadline before we actually start <laughs> to worry about it. And then you turn 60 and you think, well, geez, I would like to retire in three years. Let's let's get serious about it now. <laughs> well, interestingly enough, you know, they say that uh, most people between 60 and 70, only 6% believe that they'll they'll never retire. But when we look at when we look at all the figures, it just goes to show that, you know, I think what happens is that million dollars is what deter people from saving. They're thinking to themselves, man, I'll never save a million dollars. So what's the point? Right? And I think that defers a lot of people. But when you when you drill down to the numbers, you know, you really don't need a million dollars. I mean, it's nice to have it. And and when they ask Canadians, well, how much money do you need when you retire? Assuming you know that your mortgage is almost paid off or paid off and the kids are gone, whatever. And the answer is four thousand dollars. Most Canadians want about four thousand when they retire. So when you think about it, the average CPP in old age is about eleven about a thousand bucks, right? So if you're married, it's two thousand that's coming in. Mm -hmm. So you need to fund $2,000. So I always say math, don't lie. So when you do the math, to fund $1,000 a month, when you're 65 for the time you're 93, you need $220,000 somewhere earning you 5%. Well, that's a lot so less when than you kind of Yeah, so when you, when you kind of do the numbers, yeah, you need about four or 500000 somewhere earning you 5%. And it's, and it's really attainable, you know. If you put some pen to paper and you sit down and figure those things out, the, the retirement goal is very attainable. So simplify. I would say live your money life backwards. Figure out what you need when you're 60 or 65 or whatever the age is, your age may be or your number. And then work back and say, how am I going to get this money? What do I have to do today or sacrifice today to get what I want You know, when I hit that age, whatever your number is, right? And I guess dependent on what your goals are and what you want to do, you might mm -hmm. need to sort of plus or minus from that four hundred, five hundred thousand sitting in the bank mm -hmm. earning five percent. Right. And and you know they and fifty fifty one percent of people expect their RSP to be a major source of the retirement income. Yet many people mismanage the investments inside the RSPs. They may hold things like GICs, they may hold maybe fixed income stuff that are not making you any money. Remember, 
we're living longer, right? So when you retire at 65, man, you'll live to like 90. So you really have to make sure that your money is generating money for you without taking, you know, a lot of risk. So you really need to assess what you're doing. And another big problem that, that they find is that 54% of people have no idea of how their RSPs are taxed if a spouse passes away or more importantly, when they turn it into a RIF. You know, many people think a RIF, there's no tax on it, but that's when your trouble begins because the government forces you to take money out of the RSP. And that could have some very big impact on your lives because it could claw back your old age. So you might get none or very little. So we really have to be strategic about when we when we say how much money do I need to retire? Well, you know, after the break, we'll, we'll go over some things. So what should I do? I think that that's a huge component that you just touched on when it comes to the taxation and something that people don't necessarily think about or know about or understand. And there's a reason why we get people to do our taxes and there's a reason why it's very complicated stuff. And when you start to think about, well, what if my spouse should die or something? That's why it's good to have a financial advisor on your side and Kelvin's got himself and a whole team working around him to make sure that you have got everything under control and make sure that those things are... Th thought of and checked off and you think about you know making a to-do list you're not going to remember all the things or necessarily know them you've got one life to live and you know kelvin and his team have seen a lot of different clients and do a lot of different things and seen some great success so it's worth to, worth it to learn from those other people's successes and if you want to reach out to kelvin you can always visit his website it's askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l vin.ca and you can give him a call at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN on the other side of the break we'll continue talking about how much money you need to have saved for your retirement and how much money you need to accumulate and how you can decumulate that as well learning more about your retirement plan on your life your money ask kelvin.ca ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca continuing here on 640 toronto you're listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment and thank you for making us part of your sunday morning i'm chris creston joined as always by kelvin the money guy you can always reach kelvin by visiting his website askkelvin.ca or at, that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and you heard if you've got a question something you want to talk about uh with your retirement plan give us a call today when there's something we're talking about uh this hour is your retirement and how much money you need to have saved for your retirement and what kind of retirement plan you need and hey it's good good thing to be talking about with one of the top financial advisors in the country kelvin the money guy kelvin you know where where do we leave off i think we were talking a little bit about sort of what what people don't necessarily know about uh their financial plan their retirement plan um taxes when they lose a spouse and uh how their rrsps are even working mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the thing about how much money do I need to retire is, uh, you know, what what should we do? What should I do? And the big, the first step is is plan for it. You know, it, it you know it doesn't matter if you're 25 or 55. It could be it's really helpful to sit down and answer a few questions. 
to clarify, you know, what your retirement might look like. Because Chris, your retirement and my retirement will be will be different. Like no two people are the same, right? I think yours will have a lot more golf. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Mine will have some mini putt, maybe, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I'll venture out onto the the real golf course. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you. I'm sure you will one of these days, <laughs> right? So. And and the thing is, one of the questions, you know, that people need to ask them, when do I want to retire? Remember a long time ago was that age 55, freedom 55? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that ever worked. But it's just doing the math. You know, the later you retire from your full-time work means that, you know, you have longer to accumulate your nest egg, right? But does that mean you should work a lot? Does that mean you should work longer to do that? I think what you should do is combine both. Make your money work for you and you in and you work, you know, work till you're like I said, the average Canadian retires about 63. And and I think that number is bang on because I see with most of my clients, that age is when they want to retire. And many of them have the money to retire at that age because of proper planning throughout the years. And you know, regardless if the market goes up or down. Uh, certain things happen in your lives and like everything else if you plan for it you'll be okay now something's happened that you didn't plan for but you got to make adjustments like the covid like the markets over the last i don't know three four months going down what do we do does that deter from our retirement plan well really it, it doesn't you know if you sit down and do some strategic um, maneuvering of your money you'll be okay right so certain rules, like I say, that we have to follow, for example, we know money doubles um, every eight to 10 years. And that pretty much depends on um, the return that you get. Um, so for example, if you got a 10% return, your money will double in 7.2 years. So simple math is divide the whatever rate you may get by 72 and they'll tell you when your money will double. Typically, like I say, if you manage it properly, you should look at about an eight to 10 year um, doubling period of your money, right? And interestingly enough, most Canadians uh, don't have a financial advisors. They, you know, 31% uh, people plan their own retirement. So what happens is studies have shown when you use an independent financial uh, advisor, you typically get a 3% higher, you know, more rate on, on your investment than anything else is is because the independent advisor does a lot of things that you don't do as the as a individual um you know when you have a full-time job it's hard to follow the markets interest rates recession all that kind of stuff and that's where i think the advisor wins out for most people right right and also knowing when to sort of start or, or, or like maybe decumulating or start getting into something a little bit more uh a little bit more protected as you get closer and closer to your retirement plan as well but also uh be able to watch the markets and understand where they're going hold your hand and make sure you know what you're doing like you're an expert in your job but that doesn't mean you're going to be a financial expert as well and that's why you hire a financial expert to do your thing yeah you know you know a long time ago when i first started one of the, the things we always watched was the markets going up and down, people panicked and, you know, things like that. I think we still do, but 
I think when I go forward, our biggest problem is going to be the tax man. Because taxes, you know, because of the COVID, is probably going to go up on, on many things that we don't know yet. So trying to, to pay, you know, not at the high end is going to be a big job for the financial advisor on a go forward basis. So, for example, people in their 60s, 70s have so much money in the RSPs because they were good savers of money. Long time ago, um, you would double your money without doing too much because GICs were, you know, 8 and 10 percent. That, that's years ago. So the older person that's sitting there today with 500,000 in their RSPs, well, they really don't have 500,000. They have 250,000 because right. half of it is taxable. So that's I think people thing. have to be strategic now and look at how much they got in there and maybe start accumulating or start taking some money out. And that's a huge um, thing. Um, you know, before we move on, I do want to get to a caller who's been waiting on hold for a few minutes here. Um, Pete, uh, so Calvin, hold on to that thought. But uh, Pete, what's your question for Calvin? Thanks so much for calling us today. Okay. Um, <clears throat> thanks very much for taking the call. I, um, I've been looking at this the last couple of months. I will be working. I'm 59. I will be working until I'm in my 70s because I started late. I have a very young family. My youngest daughter's nine years old. So... I also have a mortgage. I have a fixed responsibility. I have a well-paying job, earn about 150000 a year. But what I would like to know is, I take CPP, which was my plan to simply take the CPP at 60 and put it into uh, a TFSA. Um, can you tell me, earning $150,000 currently, how much gets clawed back how much is my penalty like will there be anything left or is the limit 25 or 20 percent on that so good morning pete um so you're 59 yeah and, you, and your question is do i take my cbp next year or do i leave it no that that, that, that's not the question at all the question is if i earn one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year which i will continue to do till i'm about 72 73 right what what is the clawback if I take the CPP, because eventually when I'm set, I'm going to have to take it anyway. What is going to be my clawback? Like, do I get anything or is it capped at 20% or so when it's added to my income? Yeah. So, so with the high income like that, um, you know, that's, you'd have to call me off here because I have to do some math to figure it out for you. So okay. give me a call after the show and I'll figure, I'll figure it out for you. But good okay, question. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Pete. Thanks so much for calling. And the number to reach Kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Thanks for the call, Pete, and appreciate you reaching out. You know, and, and I think that's you know one of those things that you're you know trying to balance all these things and you want to sit down with someone who's you know got some experience and you can actually you know crunch the numbers. And like you said, Kelvin, right now, you don't want to you know, crunch the numbers in, in your head. You want to make sure that you're focused and you come up with the, the, yeah. the right numbers for Pete, who's a potential client. Yeah, because, because it's not a one-size-fit-all answer, right? So when it comes to your CPP, um, yeah, you really, especially with a high income like that, you really got to do the math and figure it out. Um, and, and there's another question that people really don't have an answer to is, when should I take my CPP? Do right. I take it at 60 or 65 or defer it till I'm 70? What do I do? So that's another part of 
how much money do I need to retire? Because if you take it too early, you might uh, you might not you might wish you know that I that I didn't. If you, so 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 it's like one of those questions where you can't really answer um, just off the air, you know? Right. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, it, it's important to know that it is really it's not a one fi- size fits all situation. No. I think everyone's sort of looking for easy answers in a lot of situations too. They're just saying, okay, well, what's what's the amount? When should I take it? And so many things come into play. And obviously, part of it's well, what are your expenses? Obviously, Pete has uh, young kids in in the picture as right. well. So there's a lot of expenses potentially coming down the road for him that uh, that he's going to be looking at soon. So yeah. that's that's a, a big deal. I don't uh, I don't uh, I don't know. I've got young kids and I'm not too close to retirement. My kids are one <laughs> and I'm 36 to give you an idea of where mm-hmm. I'm at. And I find all these questions kind of daunting because I, I get a, a little bit worried I, and I put it in the back of my head instead of asking them, which I'm glad Pete took the extra step and did ask the question. I think that that's yeah, I, such an important thing to do is to reach out and ask an, ask an expert. And, and and it seems like quite a complicated thing, retirement, you know, but I think if you sit down with an advisor and break down, what do you really want? Well, for example, where would I like to live in retirement, right? Am I going to downsize? I'm going to stay, you know, where I am. I'm going to purchase a second house in Florida or something, um, you know, so when you turn, you know, our lives is all about chapters, right? So when you turn the next chapter, which is retirement, you know, where am I going to live? You know, many people don't have, don't know they want to maybe stay where they are, maybe, like I say, downsize. So all those things come into how much money do I need? And, you know, so what should I do? Um, and, and retirement is about you. It's not about anybody else, right? So whatever happens in, in your life, like I say, it's different than my life, right? So sit and plan. And and maybe you know after the break we'll you know do some like a, what expenses would you expect and how much money um, that you're earning right now what percentage would you need when you retire based on statistics. That's awesome, and that's something that I think that a lot of people are probably worried about as well because you know you, just because you stop working doesn't mean your expenses go away. In a lot of cases, your expenses may start to appear in places that they weren't as you physically can't do some of the things you used to do and things like that. If you ever need to reach out to Kelvin, please feel free to reach out to his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. If you've got a burning question and you really want it answered now, give him a call. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And if you've got, uh, if you want to set up a call with Calvin and a time and data you're choosing, you can, uh, visit his website and set that schedule a call link. Click on there and you can pick a date and a time and boom, you've got a meeting set up with Calvin, the money guy. Again, that's askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. More of your life, your money continuing here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Ask Kelvin.ca. That's ask K E L. 
vin.ca. Thanks so much for making us part of your Sunday. We we're talking today about how much money you need to retire. And you know, during the break, Kelvin and I were talking about um, how I, I think that the pandemic has changed the way. Uh, and I think, uh, Kelvin, you started off the show talking about this. I, the pandemic changed the way a lot of us thought about our retirement. And uh, you know, my theory on that is that we People who could work worked really hard during the pandemic. If you were working from home, you weren't slacking. You were sort of plugged in and found yourself working all kinds of hours. You never would have worked if you got mm-hmm. to punch out at five o'clock every single day. And I think that there's probably a little bit of exhaustion there and just like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm done. Or maybe your boss is asking you to come back in the office and you're used to working from home and you're thinking, Eh, maybe I'll retire. How about that? Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm I'm prepared to do that, and maybe you're prepared from all of the lockdowns and everything to not do some of the expensive things you used to do. And you're thinking, all right, my partying days are done. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll I won't be the 65 year old up in the club. I'll uh, I'll, I'll retire instead. <laughs> you know you know the pandemic was really a fire drill for retirement, really. Because like you said, we stayed home, we spent less, we didn't have to commute. So these are the things that will happen when you retire. They say you need about 70 to 80% of your current income um, to live your retirement life, right? So if you had 100 grand, you need about 70, 75,000 to live. And and like the pandemic, like we said, you know, you, you're not commuting anymore. Um, your bills probably went down because you're not buying lunch and stuff anymore. Um, so, so a lot of those things will happen. So, like I say, it's really like a fire drill for retirement. So, and and you're right. People are thinking to myself, no, I don't want to go back to the office. I don't want to sit in traffic for an hour or two every day, you know, back and forth. So do I have enough to retire? Then we do the math and believe it or not, most people in their sixties can retire if they want. Um, and people are finding they don't need all this fancy things that we thought we need before the pandemic people want to live a simple life and enjoy themselves so like i always say live your life forward and your money life backwards figure out how much you want to retire and go enjoy yourself and live and save for the rainy day so remember things might happen when you retire that uh new expenses that you might not have think about for example medical costs maybe you know, you have to go to a home or something. I don't know. Um, like uh, help at home, maybe somebody has to come in and, and help out. Um, so expenses of, you know, supporting the housing and your housing and stuff might come into play. So there's a lot of things that we need to sit down and calculate. So maybe maybe look at your retirement and say, okay, how much money am I going to get every month? And do a snapshot of how much, what my expenses are. So that you already know the problem with us is that we don't plan anything. We just kind of knee jerk reaction, right? Throw our hands up in the air. I'm going to do this or whatever. But I think you, like I said, if you plan short term goals, you'll certainly accomplish your long term goals. And the million dollar scares people. So really sit and take a look at your life and say, do I need a million dollars? And if you do, then, you know, work and save and do what you have to do to get it. But you need to live for you, not for anyone else, right? So, you know, figuring out how much you need for retirement, it can be complicated. 
And, you know, it could be helpful. And it's probably really helpful if you work with a financial advisor or, or a financial expert at any stage in this journey to retirement. Because if you do so, you will really you will really achieve what you want, you know, and not to worry too much about the ups and downs of the markets and things like that. Um, like again, control what you can control and let everything else leave everything else to, to itself, right? And and like I say, the biggest problem is taxes. Um, how is my money gonna tax? Like like uh, Peter said, what's the clawback or, or what's the uh on my CPP, you know, old age is another thing. Should I take the old age or leave it alone, right? Of course, the more, the the longer you leave things, the more you'll get. But sometimes maybe it's not worth it. Maybe you need the money now. So a lot of things we need to figure out before we hit that, you know, 63 or 65, whatever the age may be. Like I say, I, I believe that most Canadians should retire um or have the ability to retire when they're about 60, 63-ish, around there somewhere. And there's some statistics that we that we see all the time, and I don't know how where to get these statistics from, but it says people between 35 and 45, um, the average, have accumulated about 90 grand in their RSPs. They say when you're between 45 and 54, it's about 290 and when you're 55 plus it's like 380,000 in your RSPs. So I think those are old statistics because most people are not buying RSPs anymore. I think it's happened the TFSA was born in 2009. So you know 10 years ago, 12 yeah, 10 12 years ago and 67% of people believe the TFSA is better than an RSP. Because, because it's a true tax saver, right? Yeah, and it's another um, option, right? So yeah. you've got that RSP. Maybe you've been accumulating it for a little while. Uh, but then you've got this new option in the TFSA. And it, it takes some of the concern out of it in having to think about, well, wait a minute. What am I taxed on this as I try to take it out to actually use it to live off of? Yeah, and the, T the TFSA is underused, you know, or it's misused, I should say. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, first of all, we always say in these shows that it should be a TFI, an investment account, but they call it a saving account, so people misconstrue what it is. People that are listening, you know, if you're, like, again, if you have a lot of money in your RSPs, and depending on your income and so on, you might want to start maybe taking some out now, put it in your TFSA, assuming you have the room, pay a little bit of the tax now to save a lot of tax down the road. So again, retirement planning, you have to be very strategic about how you do it. So it's not the same anymore like how it used to be. Um, and that's why I say it's complicated, but working with an advisor will help you simplify your calculations, right? Because we sit and work backwards and say, this is what your tax liability is down the road versus what it is today. Um, so a lot of things we need to think about, but... We, we don't want to overcomplicate it because then, like I say, we throw our hands up in the air and we don't do nothing, right? I think it's so. easy to sort of panic over something that we don't understand. We imagine mm -hmm. scenarios in our head. We almost we need a, psychi a psychiatrist to help us uh, plan for <laughs> retirement as much as we need a financial planner sometimes because we're in so much of a sort of a panic of not knowing. And I think 
that that's the sort of feeling that you'll have if you're in the basement and the lights all of a sudden turn out and you think, oh, well, yeah, exactly. where am I? How many steps am I from the stairs? Wait a minute. If you have <laughs> someone to guide you there, maybe you'll, you'll get there a lot easier. And it's not really that. You're not, you're not nine years old. It's not that scary anymore. <laughs> so yeah. you can find your way out of there. But I think that for so many of us, when it comes to financial planning, we are, we're, 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 you know, we're frightened children in a lot of ways because we don't know. And we start to think about it and you talk about the expenses and you think about, well, this is how much my fixed expenses are. But then if I can't, you know, push a lawnmower anymore and I don't want to be shoveling snow, that's going to kill me. <laughs> so like, you, you start to think about those extra, things but it's all stuff that if you actually put like you always say put pen to paper and you write it down you take it one thing at a time right it's really not that hard yeah and i guess maybe adopt a different perspective towards what your obstacle is so whatever my obstacle is let me try and rethink it and am i approaching it in the right way so for example when they ask people how much they need they estimate that they need for retirement the number is seven hundred and fifty thousand. So is that a lot? Is that not enough? I don't know. It all depends on you, right? And if that's the number that you need um, and you're, you know, 50 years old, well, how, how far away? What do I have to do to, to make up the difference? You know, do I take more risk in the markets or do I borrow money to invest to make up the difference? Or, or what do I do? There's many things to do. And I think knowing exactly what the number is for you I will separate your wants from your needs. You know how we live on our wants and not our needs, right? Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want that I definitely don't need. <laughs> I've got, I've got a uh, a vinyl collection uh, that uh, my my wife will tell you I probably don't need as much as I want. So. <laughs> but hey, this coming vinyl's coming back, eh? Oh yeah, it's back, baby. It's uh, and it's expensive. So <laughs> I know, I know. It's it can it can get pretty pricey, uh, especially when you want to buy something that's uh, that's a, a little bit more special. And that's the thing. That's where I'm at. I don't want to buy anything that's sort of run of the mill. I want to buy right. something that's special. And I think a lot of people are like that in so many things in their lives, especially as you start to slow down, you start to think, I'm going to do that thing. I'm going to build that collection. I'm going to you know, take up that hobby and you want to make it really worth it. You know, you don't want, mm -hmm. you don't want to half do anything. And then you, you start to all of a sudden have extra expenses <laughs> and think, well, I can't retire. I need to work a few more years because I got to you know, keep working on that. You know, the, I, I need to to buy a car to work on in retirement right. or something, you know, whatever <laughs> that hobby happens to be. Um, but we'll continue talking about how much you need for your retirement, how you can plan for that coming up on your life, your money as we continue here. Don't forget the w website is askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot C A. And you can give Kelvin a call anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. Your life, your money continue, continues here at six forty Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, if you can't give us a call live on the air, you can always reach out to Kelvin on his website. That's askkelvin.ca, askkel.ca. 
vin.ca and you can call them privately at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN and you know this hour we've been talking about how much money you need for your retirement and how much money you need saved and that's a question that uh, freezes a lot of people up and makes people worried but as we've been talking, if you've got a financial advisor in your corner, you've got someone who can help you set up a plan that works and help you make sure that you know whether or not you're on track. Uh, you may think you're on track and realize that you're short, or you may think you're on track and realize, well, wait a minute, I'm actually ahead of the game. Kelvin, you know, as we wrap up the show here, what are your your, your thoughts on on that? You know. You, when people come to you, do you find that they're more prepared than they think they are? Or you think that they they've overlooked a few things and they they need to get on track? I I think when people come and see me, I think they're on track. Most people are on track. The the problem is they've saved their money um, and they were diligent about you know putting away money and doing things. But many people um just do it the wrong they're all scattered all over the place you know they have rsps here and pensions and they don't collectively look at what they have as a whole and i think that's one of the big one of the big problems if you really sit down with an advisor um you will actually think to yourself you know what i'm doing okay i just need to kind of manage things a, a little bit better and if i do so i'll be okay so the answer to how much money do i need to retire is Figuring out how much you need for retirement, like I say, is very complicated, but it could be less complicated if you sit and talk it out with someone, an independent advisor, because when you have a problem, you know, you talk to someone and figure it out. So, so figure, so get a plan for yourself, you know, set some goals. When I want to retire, I want to retire at 60 and I want to have so much money. Well, how am I going to do it? So realize what you are in control of. And I'll allow the rest that you can't just be, right? So figure out where you want to go, how much I want to, what I want. And like I say, plan some short-term goals as well. Because if, if you can accomplish those, you will accomplish the long-term things, which the ultimate is retiring, staying healthy, and living a good life, right? And I think that's attainable for, for most of us. And the people that think that they're far away from it, you know, give me a call or sit down with your advisor and put pen to paper. They say what gets monitored gets done. So if you're just doing things, I don't know, fly by night, well, obviously you're not going to get where you want to get to, right? And if you're in your, like I say, if either if you're 25 or 55, you know, sit down and figure out, put some clarity to where you are in life. And if I'm 25, what do I want when I'm 35? And if I'm 55, what do I one when I'm 65 everything is about everything what I've noticed is like a 10-year venture the markets in the 10 years will crash down in one year and do really really well in another year and then we'll have some balance years so it looks like 10 years is you know the ones and the zeros right that's how all the computers everything work the ones and the zeros and I think our retirement and our lives is like that everything's everything's a 10-year journey and if you can manage through those things, you'll be okay, right? Like I say, we live in the best country in the world, in my opinion. We get CPP, we get old age. Many of us that are older have nice pension plans where we work, you know, for. And yeah, I think you stay healthy and live well, right? 
And we've got those tools as well if you use them properly, the RSP, the TFSA. Um, mm-hmm. Those are available to us if we know what we're doing, and so many of us don't. So that's why it's important to mm-hmm. have a financial advisor. Because even if you think you know what you're doing, there's you know tax implications that come up and things that you may not even think about. Or you think about it and you're really not sure what to do or how you're supposed to take it, when to take it, what to do with it if you if you you know able to take that uh to to start accumulating early and move it into something else those are all some of the Mm -hmm. the moves that you can make and you're really playing chess a little bit with some of these moves and you want to make sure that you're you are playing chess and you're winning and and not playing checkers when you think you're playing checkers but you're actually playing chess because the tax man's playing chess with you Exactly. It's, you know, it's being strategic, right? So for example, I'm not a big, huge RSP fan like I used to be, but it might be worth your while depending on your income and so on. Maybe take the CPP and put it into an RSP and get a tax break and get some growth. And But it's all math. Everything comes down to numbers. So you got to boil down your number. What is my number? What's my number for what I need when I retire? And what's my number for the age I'm going to retire in? And if you could do the math now, you'll be good when you as you get older, right? So it's all sitting down and and having a strategic plan. And the more importantly with the plan or the agenda, if you don't like the word plan, is to revisit. Revisit that right. plan every three and a half, every every quarter, actually, whenever the season change, you review your plan. Because things might happen um, in the last four months or the next four months that you didn't uh, foresee, and maybe you need to adjust what you're doing. And it's like everything else, always have to keep looking at what you do. Now, You, if you have a full-time job, you don't have time to do all these things. You, have, you don't have time to track the markets and figure out a whole bunch of stuff, and that's why... You need an independent advisor looking at your money, an outsider looking in. Right? And, remember, uh, people have like an objective me. Viewpoint, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, remember, I don't sell you anything. I have nothing to sell you. I, I don't. I'm not a portfolio manager. I don't build portfolios and things like that. That's for way smarter people than me. My job is to sit down with you, and you tell me all your problems, all your money problems, and then we'll we'll find a system for you, and we just monitor the system and move on. I think it's an important point that you make there that most of us don't have the time. You know, so many things are on our to-do list that we're thinking about doing and we know that we need to do, but we really don't have the time. Uh, if you've got a full-time job and you've got mm-hmm. kids that you're running back and forth to practice or to different classes and things like that, it's really hard and you can't be expected to be an expert in your job and your life and also be a financial wizard. And that's why it's so good to have someone like Kelvin available. And you can always reach out to Kelvin at askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can give him a call on the phone at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Kelvin, thanks a lot for another great Sunday morning and another great edition of Your Life, Your Money. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Have a great day. And everyone stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.